Chelsea Tips, Daggy and Beaver with you for Saturday racing. Uh, what's going on, Beaver? Long time no see. Long time no see. How long has it been? About 12 hours. <laughs> this is true. Oh, yeah. oh, well, in person at least. In person, it's been a while. It's been yes. a couple of weeks. Yes. What's going on? Looking well? Uh, thank you, mates. Same for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. Uh, what have we got here? Saturday racing, summer racing, back to normality a little bit. We've got Packenham in action tomorrow. And an interesting Rose Hill card where there's Melbourne form right through it. Uh, anything exciting here for the weekend? Oh, oh mate, there's there's enough there, I think. There's there's some okay races, not the worst in the world. Um, hopefully we've got some winners there. We'll get our plugs in early. Check out progroupracing.com.au for all your racing tips there. We've got our Friday night show up now, which we did last night, for Kenzo and Mooney Valley tonight. Hopefully some winners to get you started for the weekend. Uh, as well as our tips uh, up on in an article form twice a week as well. Sign up to the mailing list, subscribe to YouTube and Spotify. Uh, let's find some winners, eh? Yeah, let's uh, find some winners. Shout out to – I bumped our old mate Elliot oh, did um, you? the other day Yeah. Um, while he was fielding down at Fine Leg. I yeah. was at a cricket match, which my yeah. son was playing, and Elliot was playing. Um, he's down at Fine Leg talking yeah. races, and he, he tipped uh, Milford oh, good on you. last weekend. Yeah. Was it last weekend? Yeah. He week said before. he liked, or the week before, yeah. So he said he liked uh, Milford. So well done there to Elliot. Um, at least he was doing something because he was bowling absolute garbage. But um, <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Beautiful. Uh, and yeah, thanks everyone for sending in a bit of correspondence and left some comments. All helps out. But um, yeah, let's get into it. Rose Hill, the rail moves out five metres on a good track. I'm actually going to be out there, I've discovered, for a, a corporate event, which is nice. Uh, I have to iron the clothes. Think about that. Rose Hill? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, cricket. Watching cricket. Watching Elliot at fine leg. No, I won't be watching him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, it, it has been drier than it has been for a while, so a bit worried it may be on pace-ish. Last time it was in a five-metre market, played okay, but we'll, we'll watch that. We kick off, and interestingly enough, Melbourne, as I said, Melbourne form to the fourth through a lot of these races, but uh, we kick off with the 1,800-metre benchmark 72 and um, have you got anything to start us off? Yeah, I'm going to go for um, Kazalark from the Wallace Stable. I uh, thought its last couple of runs have been pretty good behind uh, in decent company. Uh, second in a group three and then won a, won a pretty convincingly its maiden at Hawkesbury. Um, but yeah, off the back of that uh, group three run, uh, I thought it just set off the pace there. Could do the same here and uh, give us a sight early in the day. Uh, the the Wallace-Abdullah combination. Yeah, the 1,800 metres looks the obvious next step and sets up pretty well here. So on top for me as well from, I think I'm giving Nautical Miss another chance. It, the saddle slipped last time out and over-raced and was never really a factor. They now pretty much gets control of this race. There's not a lot of other pace here. And around $10 mark, um, I think, can give you a nice side if you're looking for an alternative there. Yep. In a, a less than inspiring probably start to the day, let's be honest. Uh, the second is the highway, another uh, full highway here with 1,500-metre Class 3. Anything for us? Nah, pretty tough race here. I, uh, I found it hard to really line much of this form up, as as it can always happen in the highways. I, I was looking for two at, you know, sort of around double-figure odds, and that was Radiohead and Memories. I thought they could both um, give us a sight. Memories in particular, uh, ultra-consistent of late, two wins in a second last three. It is drawn way off the track, so mm. hopefully a couple of scratchings can bring it in, and if it can get a little bit of luck in running, um, might be the hardest to beat it, uh, about $10. Cool. The third is the 1,200-metre benchmark 72. Good little race, uh, but I am going to stick with a Melbourne 
visiting Gaza Blanca. It went like absolute rocket last time out at Cranbourne. Yep. Beat a good horse, or what we think is a good horse in Greece. Uh, gave it Winburn and went by and comes here to what is basically a, a midweek race. Uh, so it's well and truly on top. Market reflects it, but I think this is going to be very hard to beat. Uh, from Tashi, who resumed nicely behind operative, will have further improvement from that and drawn inside should be closer. But uh, Gaza Blanca, pretty keen. Yeah, I'm pretty keen as well. Um, three starts ago, won its maiden very easily by four or five, um, then went straight into a listed race, um, which is a big ass win after winning a maiden, uh, which was won by Sam Paper. Uh, finished off okay in that and wasn't that far off from five or six lengths. Um, and then back in grade, last start and beat what we think is a good horsing or at least a decent enough horse in Greece. Um, this looks right up its alley. Beautiful. We've got the 1,500-metre benchmark 78 for the girls coming up at oh, – 1,350, sorry, for the girls in race four. Now, we get a talented horse resuming here in Fumos, but is gate one Karen McAvoy any any fears? Oh, yeah, pretty keen. I'm, I'm keen, but I think it's still a bit of a fear. Yeah. Um, we've seen Fumos get stuck here before and not get a run and um, get murdered. Uh, hopefully that won't happen here. I don't know that this is a – Overly strong race. Uh, a few winners last have horses coming back off a win last start, mm. but they were in pretty ordinary company. I think this horse could be just a bit too good for these, um, and I've got it on top. Yeah, I. It's on top. I. I it's a thrill seekers prize for me. At it's on the drift actually, but it, hopefully get about two eighty three dollars, and it's pretty yep. comfy. Uh, we'll need to be sitting close. It, it hasn't shown a lot of pace. So gate one does scare me, but. Um, this is the weakest race it's been in yep. for a long time. Uh, and a lot of these are out of form uh, or wet trackers. So on top, uncomfortable, but just couldn't find any opposition. Yeah, I would have preferred to see J-Mac in town riding. Yeah. Anyway, we, we play with what we're dealt. Yep. The midways are 1,300 metres this time, as usual. Benchmark 72, where I have, um, I think there's three main chances here, maybe three and a half. Uh, but Deep Snow's flying, uh, nice win last time. Tommy Barrier Wide Gate, <sighs> can't have everything, I suppose. Uh, but maybe further back than you'd want here. But you're getting a, a nice each way price to find out from Mysterio, who's going to be up on base, flying this prep. Uh, may even drag Deep Snow across from that gate. And um, the other one, if it's here, which I assume it's still in Persistus. Um, He's going well. So both those are drawn wide, though, but should come across with the pace, I think. Um, Divine Breath, the other one that would go in my early quarter, but I think that's covered the main chances. What are you made of this? Yeah, tricky race, this one. You could probably close your eyes and pick it with a pin. Um, the main chances are all drawn wide, as you said. Look, if, I had, if I'm forced to have a pick, Astero, I'm going to go. I think uh, it was a nice enough win last start. Gate 18, obviously, the outside here. Um, Hopefully, again, there might be a couple of scratchings that bring it in, but it'll go push forward. Hopefully, it uh, doesn't have to use too much up to get there, but it's a tough race. The sixth is the benchmark 78, where I guess you're going to be either with or against the Shame on Us form one. Uh, are you with or against it? I'm going for Zumon. Um, yeah. Third up here. I uh, thought the last start when at Mooney Valley was outstanding. Yeah. One wouldn't be six. Um, and first up was pretty good as well. And if you go back to last preparation, it was running in some longer listed races at Flemington and performing admirably. Um, I think this horse has a bit of potential out to the 2000 night now, uh, right up its alley. And the rest of these are, you know, outside of 
the one you mentioned, um, don't have much uh, form around them. Yeah. So zoom on, a clear pick on top for me. Yeah, I ended up the same way. I ended up just penning all the lead up and saying it's the different form. As you see, you've articulated pretty well. Did better stuff last time. Comes off a, a big win. Uh, gets Josh Parr and goes forward in a race of uh, not a heap of pace, really. Uh, and I'll probably have something on shame on us again just because it has beat this field twice, essentially, and is $12. So uh, that's it. I don't really want to talk about much else here. I don't think there's much else to talk about. The first leg of the quaddy is a 1,200-metre benchmark 78, uh, where I like Rainbow Connection as a horse. It was sat three wide the whole way and was pretty brave last time out. Uh, join inside here, and Dry Track has always been the key to this horse. It's come back quite well. I think it's going to run well again here from um, Starberetta, who keeps jumping through hoops and is 10 bucks. But both those, the last two wins have been pretty impressive. So I'm going to stick with them. A lot of these are either well out of form or, again, perhaps looking for some cut out of the track. So that's why I was looking at it. Are you going elsewhere? Yeah, I am going elsewhere, but not with a, a whole heap of confidence in the race. Uh, I think this is, again... Um, many, many, many chances here and the market suggests that other than sort of the bottom one or two. Um, they're all pretty even in the market. I've gone for American president. Mm -hmm. um, had some good form when last in work, last preparation, uh, although was not seemed to be on the, the wetter track. tracks, yeah. um, which is a bit of concern. But um, look, last start I didn't think it was so bad and on a good track. It, it resumed and it finished ninth, but it was only less than three lengths behind the Thelric. Um, at Kembla in an open class race. So I don't think that's a, that's a bad run. I think it'll be improved by that. It gets the one and a half kilo claim here and at double figure odds um, may give you a sight. Pity. Uh, race eight, 1400 metres, benchmark 88, uh, the highest rated race on the card. How interesting is uh, and any intel on this on this rider on the favourite was the other question I had. No, I have gone for it. I did look at that and I went, what the? Um, <laughs> Apparently an Irish jockey. That's all I could find. But, yeah. Well, yeah. I hope it, hope it goes all right because I've tipped it. Yeah. Um, I just, when I did the form here, I, I kind of started at everything else. And then when I got back to Sir Lemur, I just went, it's just gone better than these. It's got form around roots, hope in your heart, mm -hmm. um, in group three company. Um and, and, you know, run well enlisted company and been less than a couple of lengths off them in all of those races. I just think that's better form than this race um, in some of these that are midway to highway type yep. horses. So I had it on top. I thought the $4.50 was pretty good value. It's drawn well enough. And as long as um, you can sort of sit midfield and finish down the middle, I think it's a nice bet. Yeah, I agree. Agreed with everything you said, except for I was trying to work out who the rider was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went, I went the same way as well. Essentially, uh, I, I am forgiving Titanium Power, who uh, had to sit outside lead last time and lost a plate on the way. So back to Rose Hill, which is its happy hunting ground, and or happier hunting ground, and getting a, a lead here for Hutchings. Uh, around the eight dollars, nine dollar mark, I think's one of the better value options on the card. Um, but they're the main two for me. Okay, I did I have been saying Mar and Par and Deficit have come back well. Uh, maybe a little bit disappointing last time, so the last chance of both of them when it comes to the quaddy. The ninth, 1,100-metre benchmark, 88, and, well, not much really to analyse here. IME came out and brained them first up. Uh, gets the same setup here. Uh, should be in the stalking role again in a race full of 
again, nonnies, really. Yep. Um, Price reflects it. Anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Um, good first up win. Outstanding, as you said, and trialled well since. Uh, seems to be in good form and well-weighted it for a race like this. 54, um, perfect sit. Uh, super hard to beat. Beauty. And the last is the benchmark 72 over the 1,500 metres. Estadio Mistella was a lovely Australian debut. Is that how you're going to stick? Yeah, it was a lovely Australian debut. Um, quite surprised you can get six to four at the moment. Um, don't know why, probably because of the gate. Um, and I'm tipping if the other short price favourites win all day, it won't be that price. Yes, it. and it's gone, gone up a little bit in weight, but so has pretty much everything else. There's a couple of horses coming off some decent runs recently. Newly wed, um, looks like it's got a bit of potential mm-hmm. and Kamagui's going okay. And African Daisy was pretty good first up as well at Scone. Thought that was a, a nice enough win. So, But this, I think they're expecting this can go on to bigger and better things and would want to be winning this the step up here or, or staying at the 1500 where it won its last start is is okay. Excellent. Uh, not much to add. Yep, that's about it for me as well. Uh, the Sydney Quaddy. I'll run through this and see what we can do here, see if we can maybe find a little bit of value somewhere. Uh, the first leg, one at Rainbow Connection, six, Suami, ten at Starberetta, eleven, Amathuba. Second leg, five, Titanium Power, ten, Surlamur, thirteen, Marin Park, fourteen, Deficit. Third leg, three key Largo, six on the lead, and ten I am me. And we'll come home with three Estado Mistella and fourteen newly wed. So skinny uh, short and skinny today. Yeah, I like it. Uh your best in value, we got one? My best is race ten number three Estadio Mastella. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. And my value, um, I'm hoping you can get about five dollars to Lemur. Um, okay. So I'll have it race eight, number 10. I'm going to make my best race three, number two, Gaza Blanca. Big day for, might be a decent day out for the Mar Eustace stable in Sydney. And value on a tricky card for value, race seven, number five, Titanium Power for me. Uh, as we head south to Pakenham, uh, as I've said, check out progetracing.com.au for everything going on there. Um, the rail moves to the true good track again. Nice to see some good tracks back in Melbourne as well. As we head into summer, and oh, interesting card, nine race card, with some pretty good betting chances. I yeah, think. I think so too. The first is uh, benchmark seventy eight over the two thousand meters, where one of them comes up. Braden Star was a great Australian debut, I thought. Uh, slightly weaker race, but chimed in and ran away, and pretty much owned that field. And just looking through here, it looks like a pretty similar field to me. Uh, only danger is down the bottom there, Matron Bullwinkle, who obviously has plenty of upside, the four-year-old down there. Um, how have you started the day? Yeah, same, same. Uh, Braden Star looks like it's packed with plenty of potential. Um, there is only two chances. Matron Bullwinkle was good last start. It mm. didn't get a run, didn't get a run, and then when it did, it took the gap and, yep. and, and snuck home. Um, but Braden Star might be just a, a cut above. The second is a benchmark 78 for the girls. This is a... Very interesting little race. Spent yeah. probably more time than any on this race. And not really sure I came up with an answer. Uh, I've got, uh, look, I've, I think my Yankee girls trolled up pretty well for this. Uh, gets Blake Shin, uh, who is the go-to down there for me at the moment. And an each-way price uh, is going to, I think, runs well here. And I'm going to have an, a watch down on the lightly raced 
Kiwi first starter, no secret, who's trolled up pretty well. The last two starts in New Zealand were, I know it was much weaker New Zealand grade, but it was very impressive. Went back and watched the last couple there, so and is fourteen bucks. So they're the two I'll play with, but there are a few of mine in this race that um, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I've gone for my Yankee girl. Um, cool. Thought its form around last preparation is is slightly better than this. Uh, last run before it went out, ran a nice sixth um, behind Daytona Bay, and that was probably at the end of its prep. And then prior to that, had had some really nice wins at Flemington behind some decent horses. I thought it was pretty pretty good in some of those, including beating um, Adela Moore, mm-hmm. uh, which it meets here and beat it by uh, two and a half lengths. So um, no reason why it can't uh, bounce back and run well while fresh. And you're right, a couple down in the market, no, see, uh, no secret, um, could run well, um, as you mentioned, coming over from New Zealand. And I thought um, Sentiro goes really well first yeah. up um, from the pain stable. So I thought those two were horses that you could keep an eye on. Yeah, and, and has been pretty good to a Santiero over the last couple of years. Uh, the third is a 1,200-metre benchmark 70 where this was just as tricky. Well, this was probably trickier, actually. Uh, what do you do? You've probably been the one that's looked for Invincible Caviar each time out. You're forgiving the blame and the playing up in the gates and everything happened there? Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, I'm going around it um, here. I'm going to go for the, the first up horse in Jaconi from the McAvoy stable. Uh, it's just ultra consistent. Uh, doesn't run a bad race. Again, uh, a horse with some decent form, you know, back in last preparation. Uh, hopefully it's fit enough and ready to go here. Gets a two kilo claim in the, the gun draw. Um, thought it on top and one down in the market. Double figure odds, just Jono resuming as well. Uh, it can run well first up, uh, but uh, Jaconi on top for me. Didn't like the race at all. I'm actually going to spec one hasn't won for three years, but I, I, I'm surprised it was a seven-year-old actually when I went and looked at it. But uh, off a year off. Two very nice trials for Vongelay, uh, who comes in here in his 20s, a throw at stumps as much, I think, but I thought both trials were great. And in a previous life, may well have been the best horse in this race, but as we've said, these ones off long spells don't tend to have a lot of success first up for us. But at the price, I'll have something very small to find out. From Sig Positano, another one that's a long time between white wins. Um, and Jaconi did trial okay, was ridden out a few times. Maddie Lloyd on, yeah. So wasn't really keen to play that short at the price. So just a couple out wide for me there. Benchmark 78 comes up next over the 1,200 metres. What do you like here? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to put Squid Game on top yeah. uh, around the 550 mark. I think that's a good price first up. Um, has won before first up. Uh, wasn't asked to do much in its trial. I don't think it was asked to do anything. Um, <laughs> finished 20 lengths behind him, mm. but it was fourth. So I um, wonder what was, finished behind it. Yeah. Um, so and both yeah. those trials were weird. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird trial, as you say. Um, but prior to that, um, was racing against the, the likes of Chain of Lightning, beat Veronovska down the straight at Flemington, which is no mean feat, mm-hmm. and uh, second behind Inundation. So its form against some really good quality horses is very good, yeah. um, much better than this quality of field. So I think the 550 is is a good price to see where it is at. Uh, hopefully... Doesn't get too far out and gate nine's okay. So Coffee can posse it up and see how we go. Paddy Payne's got a full float for tomorrow. He's got a lot of first uppers and I think the market will probably tell us something about a lot of them because mm. I, I wasn't sure where to put like it and Santiro and there's another one up soon. I'm pretty sure that I just couldn't get a great feel on off the trials, but maybe it's just how his trials are. 
I've got Najim Suhail on top. Uh, Blake Shin goes on off um, a nice run up the straight. Showed plenty of pace there. Uh, drop in grade suits and will run well from um, Dance to Dubai, who has shown nice pace through its trials as well. And she'll be along uh, up on pace there somewhere along the river that would be the other one for the early quaddy. Um Hit the line nicely along the uh, alongside Najim Suwal last time out in his um, and then came to went to Mini Valley Road nine fifty five just didn't suit so I think it'll be making its run with the favourite here and um, again might be the one just at, outside the market thousand metres benchmark seventy hasn't left me with a lot because there's probably five horses here I would back in another race coming off wins or performances I wanted to follow. Uh, and I'm not quite sure how to split them up. Uh, for the sake of a tip, I've got Red Card on top, uh, who was a nice win at the Valley, off a nice win um, in Sydney. Uh, but Duse was a nice win too, comes across from gate 15. I can talk about Little Miss Kubi, who had issues in town and is a big prize, trialled well. Um, Fishing sat outside lead last time, is 16 bucks. I can keep going, so I'm not left with a lot. I'll probably play the longer ones I've mentioned more than anything, a small investment did you have any better clarity i yeah i really nah, confused myself race. here yeah it'd real, be a race to follow i think yeah i think there's some decent horses in this race i've gone for red card as well i couldn't i struggled to split the top two but i thought the one gate was right up its alley mm. um and it could it could posse up really nicely there if not lead um and be hard to run down to say he's got to get across get a spot um carry two and a half extra kilos and um is is a point skinnier in the market. So I just thought red card on the basis of that. Um, and then sort of my my pick of my knockout horses was River Rubble. Mm. Ribble. Um, thought it could run well for first up. Yeah. Its last prep wasn't too bad against uh, some decent quality. So it was my knockout chance. But red card as well, mate. Yeah. this I think this will be a race that we'll get some of these come through the Saturday Caulfields. Yes. Dry tracks and run well in the next yep. month or so. Yeah. Uh, the quaddy starts off with a 1,200-metre benchmark 100 where well, – I'm a little bit keener here. Uh, the top weight corner pocket is best horse in race coming off a, a nice enough run at the Valley. Uh, this is a, a nearly a group class horse, uh, only lightly raced, very honest, gets a perfect run here and a bit of a claim to help out. Uh, and is, a, I think, a nice price, around a 450. Uh, from Felicia, who has finally shown a bit of pace in her last couple of jump outs and gets Blake Shin, will run well. I'm pretty keen – They've got the race between them, actually. What about you? Yeah, I liked Corner Pocket as well. I was quite surprised by the price. I thought four fifty was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's had, it's had, it's got placings in Group Two races behind Inspirational Girl, um, and then last in a, a ran third last start at a listed race behind Asar. Um, looks to be a fairly decent horse. Um, I expect yeah. it to jump probably in front here. Yep. And be hard if to run not, down. Just lead us back, yeah. Yeah, in away. the one gate. So I thought it was a good price to see um, where it's at. And uh, my value bet would be Umgawa. Resuming here can go all right. Mm-hmm. The feature is the listed Pakenham Cup over the 2,500 metres. What about the state of like these Melbourne stayers? Just sick of all of them. It's bad, eh? I, I don't even know what to talk about here. Uh, might be a good day for Lindsay Smith stable. I've got Kissinger on top. At least it's winning. Dry tracker. Ollie's uh, got a nice relationship with it now and should have all but won its last four just about. And some of these would struggle to, well, well, yeah, what do you say? Have struggled to come anywhere near winning anything in the last four. So 
Uh, on top, uh, from Milford, scared of the fact that, as we've said before, the Savabils don't tend to run 2,500, but it was a nice enough win in a race. Um, what have you found here? Yeah, I'm going to stick with old mate Elliot here with Milford if he's backing up. Um, I thought his last start win was pretty good and in a group group company and comes back here and drops in grade. Um, only slightly up in the weight, but um, I'm hoping that the, the extra distance is okay and it can handle that. Um, you're right, bit of a question mark there, but Blake Shin on board, best jockey in the race um, at the moment. So got it on top. Cool. The 1,400-metre gold bullion comes up next. <coughs> Where I'm keen again. Um, two chances. Looks like Elvis going life now is down to Melbourne first up as a sniper and knocking off one of these. It's done its last couple of preps. Trials have been great. Gets Craig Williams and will run well here as it has done. From Jimmy the Bear, who comes through the Golden Eagle, which had was given no chance. Again, inside gate, such an honest little uh, trier. And both will run really well here. Um, as the market's just so I'm not really helping too many people, but I think that's about it with a gap back to regards Marie who gets Blake Shin. Anything for you that you want to really pick no, out? I'm going to flip it the other way. I'm going to go Jimmy. Yeah. I'm going to go Jimmy the Bear. Um, hopefully just sits a little bit closer um, and gets the gets to put a gap on. Looks like Elvis and um, can kick on and, mm-hmm. and hold on. Um, so Paddy the Paint. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy the Paint. The paint. <laughs> That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. You should name a horse that. Um, you should. It's one of the horses he's got on his float that yeah. you were thinking about. That's right. Yeah, so I think it can run well as, as well. So like all these chances that day. So uh, Jimmy the Bear, uh, trained by Paddy the Paint. Cool. For me. Big day for Paddy. Yep. The last is a benchmark 78 over the mile. How are we finishing off? Yeah, this is uh, this is a tricky race here. Um, really found it hard to come up with something here. I, I went for a little bit of value. I settled on Bel Toro. Uh, just ran on strongly against French Emperor last start. Um, thought it could run well again. The outside draw, hopefully not too big a problem. It does want to come down the middle of the track, so I thought it could be hardest to beat. Yeah, Bel Toro, Chicago Bear, Scenes Express and Aaron Bay will be the four that go in my quaddy. What order I put it in there now is probably Chicago Bear. It was a nice nice debut in Australia. Just held up a little bit up the straight there, but it lined pretty well. Uh, inside gate, B. Shin seems to be the flavour of the day. Uh, from Bel Toro, beat at home last start. Uh, Aaron Bay wasn't particularly given much of a chance first up. Yeah, so um, yeah, five from four for me, predominantly there. Speaking of the quaddy, how are you going to line up your your Pakenham quaddy? Pakenham quaddy, let me have a crack. Uh, first leg, which is race six, I'm going number one corner pocket, number three Felicia, number eight scissor step, number fifteen Umgawa. Mm-hmm. Race seven, the second leg, I'm going number two Milford, number three future score. Number five, fifth position. Number six, Kissinger. Race eight, I'm going number one, Regards Marie. Number two, Looks Like Elvis. Number five, Jimmy the Bear. And in the last, I'm going to finish off with number four, Bel Toro. Number five, Chicago Bear. Number eight, Aaron Bay, 
Number 10, sharp response. Still, still waiting for sharp response. Yeah, I, I know. I've waiting, in. waiting. Uh, my best in value at Pakenham, race one, number seven, Braden Stars, my best. And race three, number six, Vongole. We'll have a shy at the stumps there from the fence. Beaver. Yeah. Um, race six, number one, corner pocket is my best bet. And my value bet is race four, number three, Squid Game. Lovely. What do we got up in Queensland? We're at Doombin tomorrow? Doombin. I had a, a few up. Doombin, apparently. I had a few up in Doombin. Just find that for you. Uh, my first one came up in race two, number one, Kovalaika. Mm. I think it'll be winning and getting us off to a, an early start there. And then my other bets came up later in the day. I've got race six, number three, Johnny Rocker. Then I had race eight, number eight, Contemptuous. And we're going to get out. In the last race, nine, number three, Chinny Boone. Lovely. Good job, Beaver. Good punning tomorrow, guys. Check out progetracing.com.au and we'll be back next week, sometime next week, to do either a Wednesday or a Friday night preview. Uh, check out for our articles up twice a week as well on progetracing.com.au. Subscribe, uh, leave some feedback, all that sort of stuff, and we will talk soon. Catch you, guys.